You are listening to the Novel Writing Podcast, episode 79. Grab a cup, cozy up, and let's get to writing. Today I want to share the tools that I use to write my novels. Some of them I just started using or I'm looking forward to using, and others are staples that I use no matter what, and they are part of my established process. A caveat though, you can change your process at any time, and I might change my process over time too. So these are the tools I use as of 2023 when I'm writing the third book in my Portal Fantasy series. You'll be able to find links to all of these tools and products in the description. Now obviously I have to start this list with the 60-day novel writing challenge and its accompanying workbook. While I did write the first hugely messy draft of book one in Scrivener, I didn't follow any kind of actual outlining process. I didn't have a clear understanding of where to go next, and I didn't know what questions to ask for character development and world building. When Haley unveiled the 60-day novel writing challenge in October of 2020, I did my first major rewrite with an actual outline, and the rest is history. However, besides the challenge, the rest of this list starts off with Scrivener right at the top. Scrivener is a single-time license fee for a program that you can install on all of your computers. It lets me organize my writing into scenes and chapters and easily drag and drop between them. It also lets me take notes for each scene. It lets me list synopses, tags, and label, uh, comment on things, and all sorts of other really versatile features that are very helpful for not just a first draft, but rewrites as well. I've been using Scrivener since 2018, and it has handled all of my first drafts. The makers of Scrivener are Literature and Latte, and they also have a program called Scapel, which is useful for mind mapping if you're interested in that. Next up is Notion. Notion is a free-form note-taking, organization, project management, and collaboration tool that is unbelievably powerful, given that the basic product is free. You really only would need to pay if you want to invite team members or use their built-in AI, but you absolutely do not need to pay for it if you want to just use it to organize your life and your writing. Now, I use Notion for my world Bibles and as a second brain. I use templates built by Thomas Frank and templates specifically for story work by Story Flint. Thomas Frank sells an Ultimate Brain Second Brain template that is marvelous. I use it every day. And StoryFlint sells incredibly detailed and integrated world Bible templates, character development templates, and other writing templates. You can find links to both the Ultimate Brain template and all of StoryFlint's things in the description. Next up is NanoRimo.org. Now I tend to write the bulk of my first drafts during NaNoWriMo each year, and I use the word count tracker and the badges on the official NaNo site because I like the goodies that they give out to NaNo winners. Typically you end up with a lot of discount codes for different writing tools and software, memberships, and other things like that. Almost guaranteed you'll be able to get a half-off coupon for Scrivener if you win NaNo. The site also lets you plug into your local NaNo communities, attend write-ins, and connect with writing friends. Next up is Microsoft Word. I use Microsoft Word for editing in particular because it has a better built-in dictionary than Scrivener does, and it also catches the grammar mistakes that Scrivener doesn't. The other thing I like about Word is that if you have Pro Writing Aid, which I'll talk about in a minute, you can install that as a plugin for all of Microsoft Office, and then run the Pro Writing Aid reports right inside Word. I also use Word's read aloud feature to catch awkward phrasing, missed punctuation, and anything else that only ever makes itself apparent when read aloud. The file extension .docx is also one of the formats that draft to digital and Atticus will let you upload to their services so that you can either format your book yourself or let draft to digital do it for you. Next up is Pro Writing Aid. 
Now this one is in the same category as Grammarly and Hemingway, which are both tools built on AI software specifically to help you write better. I like Pro Writing Aid because of its reports feature and the fact that it has a plugin for Microsoft Office and there's also a Chrome extension in case I'm writing anywhere that's not Scrivener or Word. It will give you suggestions for improving how you word things, point out passive language, and also catch spelling mistakes. Like any AI tool though, it's not perfect, so I never auto-accept all of its suggestions. Sometimes the suggested wording change will completely change a sentence's meaning, and that can impact your story. Next up is Cold Turkey Writer. Now I did a whole episode on this last week, but Cold Turkey Writer is my secret weapon for breaking writer's block and forcing myself into hugely productive blocks of work if I'm down to the wire or fed up with a chapter or a scene being difficult. Because it outputs to a text file and has very basic formatting, I usually copy the text from Notepad to Word, clean up the formatting, and then put it into Scrivener. That way I can keep the word count going up in Scrivener, but also not have to waste time during editing to catch the double hyphens that should be M dashes, or straight quotes that should be curly, or random sections that aren't italicized but should be. Like I said last week, Cold Turkey Writer is really no frills and focused on just getting you to write without worrying what the text actually looks like. Next up is ForTheWords.com. I'm actually using For The Words to write this podcast script, funnily enough, but having to battle monsters in order to meet a word count or a time goal is a surprisingly effective way to crank out words. Well, maybe not so surprising since For The Words is literally gamifying writing, and gamification has been scientifically linked to higher finish rates, more satisfaction, and being more consistent. I use For The Words mostly for brainstorming and journaling. Next up is a list of books on writing craft that have been immensely helpful to me over the years. First are basically the entire collection by Angela Ackerman and Becca Puglisi of Writers Helping Writers. The Emotion Thesaurus, The Rural Setting Thesaurus, The Urban Setting Thesaurus, The Emotional Wound Thesaurus, The Positive Trait Thesaurus, The Negative Trait Thesaurus, and The Conflict Thesaurus Volumes 1 and 2. The thesauruses are extraordinarily helpful for writing good stories, good characters, and good settings. Second are all of the craft books by K.M. Wyland of the Helping Writers Become Authors podcast, which I also highly recommend. Outlining Your Novel and Its Associated Workbook, Structuring Your Novel and Its Associated Workbook, Creating Character Arcs and Its Associated Workbook, Writing Your Story's Theme, Conquering Writer's Block and Summoning Inspiration, Writing Archetype Character Arcs, and Five Secrets to Story Structure. And these are some other books that I've found helpful for writing complex characters, and these are The Body Keeps the Score, a book about trauma, The Myth of Normal, another book about trauma, you know, since we keep traumatizing our characters, we might, might as well write the trauma correctly. Another book is The Making of a Story. Another one is Dialogue, which is part of the Write Great Fiction series, and that's a book I've actually had since I started writing in my preteens, so, you know, staying power there. And then lastly, The Power of Body Language, which is a book that helps us write characters who show us what they're feeling rather than telling us. And that book pairs nicely with the Emotion Thesaurus. Next up on the list of tools is Atticus. Now this is a tool that I just started using. It's both a writer and a formatter, which means you can write your entire story inside Atticus if you want, and then immediately export it for formatting on any platform. Atticus is the PC alternative to the more well-known Mac software called Vellum. And this is not to be confused with Amazon's serial reading platform called Vella. Mac's program is called Vellum with an M on the end. Just want to make that distinction. 
Now, I'm not intending to write my stories inside Atticus, but rather upload my polished drafts from Microsoft Word after edits to format it inside Atticus for ebook in particular. I use the in-house tallying ink formatter, who is Leanne Lopez, to format my print books. But since ebooks are sometimes a little bit more difficult to get to work right, I'm going to use Atticus to see if I can do it consistently across the board. Now, as I wrap up this list, which has gotten kind of long, the rest of these tools are less about writing, but more about creativity in general. Incarnate, which is spelled I-N-K-A-R-N-A-T-E, Incarnate, is an online fantasy map making software that costs about $25 a year for their premium version. I created the first versions of my world map in Incarnate. It also lets you do more granular maps. I actually created a map of the Camelot Citadel and a map of the Artair Apartments in Incarnate as well, and those helped me understand how to describe and write about those settings in the books. Canva is a really great option for making mock book covers and also for other marketing material, but specifically in this case, I'm talking about mock book covers. I would still recommend that you hire an actual cover artist and cover designer to create your official cover, but if you want something for your own inspiration, then you can use Canva for that. I actually used Canva to create three mock-up covers for my Clint Harper series, even though I'm not going to write those books for quite a while. It was kind of cool to see what, you know, the possibilities were for, for covers there. And then for writing playlists, I keep going back to Abby Emmons and her writing sprint playlists that include built-in breaks with the soundtracks. However, if I'm not using Abby's playlists, I like other epic music channels on YouTube like Epic Music VN and basically anything by Marcus Warner, ES Posthumous, Audio Machine, and Thomas Bergeson. Epic music, trailer music, video game music, and anything that pops up as suggested after I play stuff like that are all likely candidates to be saved to my writing playlist. All right, that was a long list of writing tools, but I hope it was useful to you both for inspiration and explanation. Remember, you can check out the description for links to all of these tools. That is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me, and remember, the first draft is supposed to be garbage. The Novel Writing Podcast is a production of Tally Inc. To find out more about our writing resources, including the 60-Day Novel Writing Challenge, check out the links in the description.